Jonathan Gannon deserves more credit. Should the Cardinals be sellers at the trade deadline? And it's Tankathon Tuesday. Again, not what you think. Let's discuss. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Z cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free wherever you get your podcast and on the YouTube machine. This episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NFL for twenty bucks off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. After the way the Chargers lost yesterday to the Cowboys, uh, yeah, I know this isn't Locked On Chargers, uh, but it just had my brain percolating. It had my thoughts in a frenzy and a tizzy simultaneously. And I'm going to devote a segment to Jonathan Gannon for a couple different reasons. Two weeks away from the NFL trade deadline, should the Cardinals be buyers or sellers? Neither. A little of both. We'll discuss in the Tankathon Tuesday final segment. Uh, it's not what you think. It's not, oh, I hope the Cardinals tank. It's where are the Cardinals in the draft uh, order right now for both theirs and the Houston Texans pick. What does it mean? And where can the fluctuation lay in weeks to come? So again, please go to the YouTube channel, like, subscribe, turn notifications on. Um, Jonathan Gannon. I find myself overcorrecting here. I was very harsh on Cliff Kingsbury and rightfully so. I don't, take back any criticisms or anything that I had from him over his four-year tenure here. I find myself on the other side of the spectrum with Jonathan Gannon. And it's difficult to put into concrete terms because the Cardinals are one in five and they look, look terrible for the majority of the second half of this season. But They've had a lead in almost every game, okay? They've come out looking ready to win every game. They've come out with a different tenacity. Their floor is higher than it was last year. And the talent is almost incomparable to the talent there was last year before Kyler Murray went down. Their floor is higher this year than it was last year. And that is coaching. That is preparation. That is coming into this with, into a new environment, coming off an embarrassing second half performance by his led defense, the Philadelphia Eagles against uh, Patrick Mahomes, but it was Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Jalen Hurts fumbled, I think. So maybe... You know, it wasn't all Jonathan Gannon. Uh, defense is somewhat regressed over in, in Philly this year. So just saying. He comes into an environment of dysfunction. He comes into an environment where the grading, the grades that came out on that report card for the Arizona Cardinals from past players, et cetera, 
terrible grades across the board. He comes into that first time head coach brings his linebacker coach to be a first time DC youngest coordinator in the league. They bring in a first time offensive coordinator and a first time GM is leading the way. And all the, all Jonathan Gannon has done are the right things to slowly start to rebuild this whatever you want to call organization pretty much in perpetuity and trying to radically shift everything that this organization has stood for. And he's doing it slowly, very small sample size, but I can't talk about what it's going to be like in two years. I can only talk about what it's like now and what it's like now is different. Has he been perfect? Of course not. But if you watch the Cardinals last year, if you watch the Cardinals the year before, even when they started 7-0 and 10-2, and the second half of the 2021 season is all you need to know. Yeah, there are injuries. Every team has injuries. There were no adjustments. It was if the players play well, they win. If the players don't, they lose. The coaching was obsolete non-existent yeah cardinals have lost the majority of the games that they've played so far and in the way that they're doing it it's different and it's fun and it's vibrant they've got a quarterback who's never started before they've got half an offensive line who probably shouldn't be playing They've got a defensive line that hasn't been good. They've got a cornerback room that's non-existent. They've got two safeties. They're two best defensive players that are both hurt. And they've got three tight ends on the field a lot of the time in 13 personnel. They've got a wide receiver who's played nine games with his college quarterback who they traded a first-round pick for. They've got a rookie who looks to be the second-best receiver on the team. And they've got Rondo Moore who's good in, 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 you know, in, in uh, Sparks. And they've got a running back that's on IR. And they're still playing as hard as they did week one when everybody who was playing this year was healthy. I scream from the mountaintops, mountaintops, proof of concept. This is it. The Cardinals will win because of Jonathan Gannon and not in spite of him. And for those that compare the last two years to this year with win-loss record and, you know, uh, crumbling in second halves this year compared to years past, I'm not even going to entertain, you know, it, you can't compare the talent levels. And that's not a cop-out. Look at the rosters. Look at the active rosters on game day from 2021 and now, and you tell me that that's a rational argument. I got, I, I can't. I got nothing for you. So with this praise for Jonathan Gannon comes expectation that they won't backslide with it. Before the season started, I discussed in depth about setting these this precedence, preparation, family, teamwork, cohesion, everything like that, functionality altogether. 
and how it'll be easy during the first couple of weeks, regardless of win or loss, because it's a new season. It's a new coach. It's new coordinators. There's no Kyler Murray. So there's no real expectations. It's easy then. But then when you get into week seven, eight, nine, 12, 14, when they keep losing and keep losing and keep losing, you know, you'd think, will it still be there? A team that doesn't have that in their belly still would not have been leading or been in contention every game this year at halftime. Wouldn't have been. There's no give up on this team, regardless of the talent level. Once one thing went wrong in a game the last four years, everything crumbled. Different? Yes. Jonathan Gannon deserves more credit than he's getting. Look at Brandon Staley in Los Angeles. Should he be a head coach? Nope. He's got more talent than 90% of teams in the NFL, 80. Look at that defense. Derwin James, Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, Asante Samuel Jr., et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They're one of the worst defenses in the league, and he's a defensive-minded head coach. You tell me why he has a job. Compare that to what Jonathan Gannon has done. It's night and day. It's absolutely night and day. Should the Cardinals be buyers, sellers, neither, both at the trade deadline? Let's discuss next. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Better Health. Better help. Um, I've recently gotten back into therapy. Uh, true story. Uh, keeps me balanced. It keeps things, you know, at bay for me. You know, life's stressful. It's got a lot of things going on. And if you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way, things like that, um, like you know what you should do, what's good for you, but you just can't do it, therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back. So you can work for yourself instead of, you know, against yourself. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is also brought to you by DoorDash. I, I mean, anybody might like taking advantage of some of a company like DoorDash and utilizing it. Like I work from home. Sometimes I don't have time to cook something or go out and get food. Okay. DoorDash. It's like, man, you know what? I want, I want to be bad today. I want Taco Bell. Cool. They don't deliver. DoorDash does for you. Boom. Super easy, super convenient. You use the app. It's incredible, okay? And, like, think of it this way. You can order chips, dip, nachos, anything you need to make your own very own nachos on DoorDash and get it delivered without missing the game. Pizza, wings, soda, burgers, whatever it is. We got Thursday Night Football coming up. Use DoorDash, man. It's super easy, okay? Get prepared before game day. Stock up on your favorite advertisers and order all of your tailgate gear on DoorDash. 
Then you're ready to watch your team win. Get 50% off up to $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23. That's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend 15 bucks or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23. Subject to change, terms apply. Don't forget to use code LOCKED23 for 50% off up to 10 bucks value on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and spend 15 bucks or more. Subject to change, terms do apply. Now, listen, with the Jonathan Gannon stuff, this could change, okay? But like I talk about, discuss, and, you know, everydayers will know this, I discuss um, rookies, you know if they're going to be, like, a lot of times top-tier rookies, you know if they're going to be good immediately. Like, oh, no, the game's too fast. Oh, no, it's going to take maybe a year or two. Oh, no, or it's like, oh, sweet mother. What did blank team just get like the Texans CJ Stroud Will Anderson maybe a bad example but you know like you know they're going to be good Paris Johnson Jr. for the Cardinals you know he's at least going to be an average to above average tackle pretty much in perpetuity just like with coaching you're like oh no nope 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 bad choice bad choice wrong choice has no control a win loss doesn't matter that's not it with Jonathan Gannon. You know, he's he's he looks bored on the sideline at time because he understands everything that's going on. He understands everything. He's got a scouting background. He played football, you know, in college or in high school, uh, in college, I think, and then got hurt and then went to scouting and then went into coaching. He's unfazed. He answers questions. It, it like that's one thing that you know, that's one thing that is awesome. Like Mike Tomlin's the best. He's the best question answerer of all coaches today. He just is. Happy, pissed, doesn't matter. He will give you everything that he is thinking between his ears, and it's gonna, you're gonna hear it. And it's awesome. Um, because that's what you want. Uh Carlos didn't have that last few years. Jonathan Gannon answers questions. He's gonna be coy sometimes. Like when he asked about when he was asked about Buda Baker and Kyler Murray coming back potentially. It's like, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. As of now, the Cardinals chose the right one for what they needed. We'll see if it changes, but as of now, he just definitely deserves deserves a lot of credit. Um, to the Cardinals be buyers or sellers? Buyers, no. I mean, I had to tease it that way. Come on, let, let's be real here. They shouldn't be adding talent to this team. It's not going to help them this season. Sellers, though, this is the interesting part because as you move into, and I'll talk a lot more, this, we're two weeks away, but I kind of wanted to give a little foyer, a little prologue into a lot more discussion, into, you know, this trade deadline talk. We're going to discuss it a lot more next week and, and obviously uh, as we get closer and closer to the actual deadline itself. But the interesting part about this is new regime, okay? So one of the... Old adages, cliches, whatever you want to call it. Not my guy. Not their guy. No ties to him. Not their guy. Okay, that's cool. And if not your guy is a really good football player, he becomes your guy pretty quickly. So it depends on, like, if it's 50-50, they didn't draft him, uh, hasn't really played well. Okay. Trade A trade possibility. But say, like, I don't know. Say Zayvon Collins has like six sacks already this year. 
and an interception and, you know, uh, pressures and everything. And his numbers were great. Didn't matter if he was drafted by Monty Austin for John Gannon. He's going to be an Arizona Cardinal for the future. He wasn't. And he hasn't. Saving Collins trade target? Trade? I don't know what they could get for him. And I, and I don't think he is. I think he's solidified himself. I think they're going to have his contract play out. They won't pick up his fifth-year option, and we'll see. Hollywood Brown's a very interesting one. I don't think he's going to get traded. Okay, I, I don't. I don't. Um, the Cardinals want another second-round pick, but I, I, I don't think that Hollywood Brown's going to get traded. I do have a sneaking suspicion that it's going to be a package deal. Kyler Murray and Hollywood Brown or neither. I don't think they're going to move on from Kyler Murray, and I don't think they should. So Hollywood Brown will get a contract extension from the Cardinals. I think he may be a good target next season for the franchise tag, depending on what it is. Um, Steve kind of really uh, messed things up. So, you know, Hollywood Brown's played fine. This is not against him whatsoever. He, he has great, great, obviously, camaraderie with, with Kyler Murray on and off the field. Uh, he was a wide receiver, one bona fide pro bowler, fringe all pro through five or six weeks last season before he got hurt. So if that comes back and that's the same in this offense, cool. This offense does not necessarily need a standout home run wide receiver one, like 1% or like top five wide receiver. They play tight ends are on the field. Like see the Cardinals have the 12th pick and Brock Bowers is there. Take him. You take a tight end. Like the Cardinals need more tight ends. Zach Ertz, we'll see. I'm going to bring up Zach Ertz here in a second. But a lot of 12 personnel with this offense. Now, the 12 Drew Petzing will not be here forever, most likely. So the offense will change. But it's just something to think about. So Hollywood Brown, probably not. But if they, it'll be very telling if they move Hollywood Brown. It'll be very telling. I don't think they will. But it's just a name. Like, he's the best player. He's got the most trade value, I think. Aside from maybe Buda Baker, who we'll discuss. I don't think there's really anybody else. You're not training James Conner. You're not training offensive line defensive players. You're not, you're not doing that. Um, Zach Ertz is an interesting one. I've talked a lot about Zach Ertz and James Conner ingratiating themselves and really in, infusing themselves into the Arizona Cardinal world where they're honorable mention for the true Arizona Cardinals. Every day, as you know this, for, if this is your first listen, thank you. Um, thank you. I, I sounded insincere there for some reason. I Thank you for taking the time out to listen to me or watch my my, my big dumb face. Um we haven't had a lot of Arizona Cardinals to watch in the Arizona Cardinals organization because most have played on other teams. We're not drafted here. The drafts didn't go so well. Cardinals had to add, trade, you know, sign uh, exterior talent. And it's hard to build a culture when you don't watch guys grow under, you know, in the same locker room, you know, wearing the same uniforms, things like that. Um, you know, as of right now, how many true Arizona Cardinals are on this roster? Kyler Murray, DJ Humphreys, Buda Baker, Jalen Thompson. Of true impact. And DJ Humphreys, you know, he's he's probably going to go in the ring of honor. He should. Um, maybe not, but close. Honorable mention. But then you bring in Zach Ertz and, uh, and uh, James Conner, they've just infused themselves. It's like they've been here forever. I hope that when, Aaron, when James Conner retires... They're going to be like, oh, yeah, he played in Pittsburgh. I forgot about that because he's been with the Cardinals for so long. He's been incredible since he's been here for so many different reasons. So he's no. But Zach Ertz, that's an interesting one. It's like 
Could you get a sixth-round pick for Zach Ertz? Does it benefit the Cardinals to trade Zach Ertz? He has no guaranteed money next year. I think there's going to be a dead cap hit. But do you do you trade him or you just keep him and say whatever? Because if that's the case, they don't have anybody to move. Now, Buda Baker, I have been in the camp that he is going to be an Arizona Cardinal. Forever. His heart and soul when he plays. Um, he got his little boost in guaranteed money this year. He's been on the IR. We'll see if he comes back. I don't know if they're just going to shut him down and have him play next year. I, I, I don't know. Weird things happen in, with bad teams. Weird things just across sports. Players tend to be less injured when they're playing on good teams. It's the Eric Gordon effect. I don't know why all of my effects and all of my metaphors have to do with basketball. This is a football podcast, but it doesn't matter. I think Buda Baker is going to stay. I think they're going to run it back next year, and they'll be much improved talent-wise, and he's going to be the leader on the defense with Kazir White. And I think they'll be, they'll be, you know, that'll be the beginning of things again on defense. So, are they going to buy? Are they going to trade four players at the deadline? I would be shocked. Are they going to trade anybody away? I don't know what talent they have that would garner them the draft pick necessary for it to be worth it for them. And I think that's kind of where we're at. Tankathon Tuesday, baby. Next, this episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by Game Time App. So here's the thing, man. Uh, Diamondbacks didn't look great. Made a comeback late yesterday. Um, they're going to be in Phoenix on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And not a better place to go get you some tickets than the Game Time App. Okay, so there's a couple different ways, a couple different things you can use the game time app for. It doesn't need to be baseball, it could be football, it could be basketball, uh, concerts, comedy shows, theater, whatever it is. The game time app has you covered. They have hot deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's a place to find last minute tickets. They have exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for all the things that I mentioned football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater. Um, the coolest part for me is say you click on, you know, whatever. Uh, Chase Field, you know, it's for the Diamondbacks on Thursday. 207 start. It's like, um, okay, section uh, 128. Click on it. It shows you the vantage point. What it will look like when you're sitting at the seats. It is absolutely incredible. So don't waste another second. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NFL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-F-L for 20 bucks off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Final segment, Alex Clancy here. Uh, please go to the YouTube channel, like, subscribe, turn notifications on. You know what to do. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long year, man. But it's not gonna be without fun storylines, conversations. A lot of it's gonna be future paced, uh, but. I feel like talking about big picture stuff is better than, oh, this person's pro football focus grade on Sunday against the Rams and the loss. I think, you know, I mentioned this yesterday that this is very like player spotlight years, a player spotlights year, player spotlight year. Yeah. Nailed it. Third time's a charm where you're watching players get better and grow and mature or not. And kind of seeing what the pieces are going to be for the future. You're seeing if the offense is functional. You're seeing if the defense is functional. 
you know, you're seeing if the coaches make boneheaded decisions or not. And there's been a lot more or not than boneheaded decisions. And it's a beautiful thing to see. Now with that, Tankathon Tuesday is it just a just a check-in for where the Cardinals are in the draft order, not only with theirs, but with the Houston Texans pick. And we're starting to see things clump even more, but with two different levels with the Cardinals and the Texans. Okay. Uh, let's start with the Texans. Texans are set to pick 13th right now. They're three and three. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 11 teams with three losses and two teams with four losses. So this could move very quickly. The Houston Texans schedule is one of the easiest schedules in the NFL the entire season. So we need to pretty much remove ourselves from the, oh, yeah, Cardinals are going to get two top five picks with Texans. They're good. They gave up a first-round pick and a second-round pick initially to move up, and they did, and they got their players, and they had a really good draft last year with Jalen Petrie, et cetera, and D'Amico Ryans is a really good coach. Shocker. Who would have thought that? I'm never going to get over him not choosing the Cardinals. I don't know why he would have, but – you know, going back to Houston, I get it. He's perfect. He's perfect. He's going to be a great head coach for a long time. And it shows right away. Um, but, you know, they're set to pick 13th, but they're one win away from picking 24th. And they're one loss away from picking 8th. So I think they're probably going to win seven or eight games. They're probably going to contend in some capacity for the AFC South. Especially if Trevor Lawrence has, has injuries. Uh, he injured his knee on one of the last plays of the game last week. Uh, Ryan Tannehill's out. It's a bad division. They got to play all those teams. Um, so Indy's not great with Gardner Minshew. So they're gonna they're gonna have many many winnable games for the entirety of the rest of the season. So if they win seven or eight games, they're gonna be picking twentieth, eighteenth. Oh no, not twentieth. It wouldn't be that, but it would be eighteenth, seventeenth, sixteenth, something like that. Uh, to where the Cardinals will get a player of impact, especially because four or five quarterbacks are gonna go in the top ten. But the Cardinals are really gonna be looking at their pick and. I don't think there's any sort of uh, debate at this point. When the Cardinals play the Texans, who do you want to win? The Texans. Unless the Cardinals have, you know, a couple game uh, lead in that second spot, which I don't see happening in the middle, in, you know, when they play in the middle of the season. And the Cardinals are set to pick fourth. There are five teams, the Bears, the um, Bears, Broncos, Giants, and New England, who are all 1-5, Carolina's 0-6. Um, uh, uh, Justin Veal is going to be out for a few games, so that's not good for them. Um, New England looks bad. Cardinals look better than New England. Denver should win five or six games. I mean, they'll turn something around unless they completely fire sale everything. But they're like, well, it was fun. You're going to trade everybody. And then around the corner, Sean Payton's going to quit because he only wants to coach good teams. Um, but where the Cardinals are, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. They're set to pick fourth. If they pick fourth, they could still, like, no joke. They could still get Marvin Harrison Jr. at four. Drake Mays played really well. Caleb Williams is going to go number one. There's going to be another quarterback, J.J. McCarthy. Some, somebody like that is going to come up, and somebody else is going to take quarterback at three. I, you know, it, depending on the runout. Um, I mean, unless Chicago has one and two, and they draft Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison. But keep in mind. The Arizona Cardinals have so many more massively needed 
needs, man. I'm on one today. They have so many more massive needs than wide receiver on this team that it doesn't matter if they draft Marvin Harrison Jr. or not. They're going to get somebody who most who like who could have gotten number one overall if there were no quarterbacks drafted. The Cardinals will have at least one opportunity to grab a player like that, whether it be an edge rusher, a corner, offensive lineman, whatever it is. The Cardinals don't deserve to draft Marvin Harrison Jr. with where they are right now. That's a little throwback for you. They need to eat their vegetables that Steve Kime refused to do. Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. I will talk to you tomorrow.